Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Can build cities, can transform the world all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why. No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk. It'll, it's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what did you uh, What up? Yeah. What's going on? Man. Well, I saw I saw Buck yeah. for the first time in like seven years. Yeah, you missed his yeah, I, I missed return his, on yeah, Friday. Yeah, missed his Trump return. So you know, we, we, we man embraced, uh, we touched tips, and uh, it was great. That's right. I, um, I was... I was here on Friday. Yeah. You were not. Yes. You know what happened? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm guessing Buck was back. Yeah, I, I laid out. Back. I laid out. I just let him do the four hours. He just let him go. He, he, the people wanted Buck. He was so pent up with like yeah. four months of hot takes yeah. that it just it came spilling out. And I, I did have out. hot takes, especially about Girl Scout cookies. You sure did. Yeah. Oh, hot Girl Scout. That, that thing's a sham and that it's a, a multi-level uh, pyramid scheme. Well, that could all be true, but mostly that they're delicious and I have an opinion on which ones are best. See, I, I've never understood the Girl Scout cookie. I just haven't. Like, if you take away the the cute little Girl Scout, like, you feel bad for them when you buy them, no one would buy those cookies. Oh, hard disagree. If you put those things just on shelves and you remarketed those and those were not Girl Scout cookies, they were just Foster Farms whatever Dude, there's a thousand better cookies than that cookie. You walk into any store, and it's not even, that's not even like a top five, top ten cookie. It's the biggest marketing scheme known to man. Where does Rob sit on this? Do you agree with this, Isaac? No. Yeah, you, I, you, I would don't still, agree. you would still buy the, well, the Girl Scout cookies off the shelf, wouldn't you? I think the thing about the Girl Scout, I, I see what he's saying. I just don't, I think it's the thing about Girl Scout cookies is it's the whole thing. It's the idea that you are giving to the stupid little girls. I don't yes. know, man. I think they make a damn good cookie. That's what I think. Yeah, I I know. I wouldn't agree with that. Like, if you put it that way, yeah. it's not the, I mean. Like, the best, like, the Thin Mints, like, people would still buy the Thin well, Mints. Well, they're delicious because cookies are delicious. Yeah, but that's well, yeah. like, they're that's not like, the best cookie. That's like saying an Oreo cookie is a good cookie. It's not. It's cheap and it's small and you can shove a well, bunch in your fat face. Well, How about right, this? but the Thin Mints are way better than an Oreo. How about... How about when Schultze was in here last week saying that McDonald's McDonald's has a top ten burger? <laughs> what? It's, it's absurd. Well, it's that it's idea. A, it's you're like, making the same statement. It Buck. may be delicious, but <laughs> I do not think of Girl Scout cookies as the McDonald's of their variety or of their you know their category. Mm. But right. here we are. Why would I when I could get a like I go into New Seasons? I eat at their hot bar a lot, and they've got their fresh cookies right there. For like well, a buck, fresh, fresh baked cookies is a whole different ball. For game. like a buck and a half, I I can get a big giant whatever I'm looking for. There's ten cookies well, there that if you that they're the, if you played them versus a thin mint, it's Kansas City versus the sister like <laughs> sister Mary of the poor. It's not even a competition. You're buying the Girl Scout cookie because again they're cheap. There's a lot of them. And they're delicious. And you can shove them down your face, and you think you're doing a good thing, like a good deed. It's like, yeah. you know. And, they, and they're and they so easy to get. Yeah. Like, they're just, they, it, it's once a year. Yeah, they're You see the little girls at the yeah. Fred Meyers, and you're, and you're shamed into paying for cookies it's, that you exactly, don't want. Exactly, exactly. It's great. It's all, well, I love it. I love the whole thing. But, uh, 
maybe we have learned that we need to put Girl Scout cookies into their own category, much like you can't really say McDonald's food is in any other category other than fast food. Yes, it's a right? fast food cookie. Right. It's like, you know, it's not... It's not an elite cookie, but in its no. own class, it's they make good. <laughs> an elite fast good, food cookie. They make a good cookie. You know, I mean, I, 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 the Thin Mints are delicious. I don't care what anyone says, mm. but at the same time, you know, uh, there's better cookies out there. Yes, better cookies out. All there. I'm saying, you strip that and you put them on the shelf of the store. No one's moving that merchandise. It's a marketing thing. It's a market. It's a multi-level marketing scam. That may That's be true. All. I still think I'd buy them. Really. Out of all the cookies on the... I, I, I've i gone out of my way to buy Girl Scout cookie-flavored ice creams. They're not even the cookie. I like the flavor so much. <laughs> wow. All right. Thin Mint ice cream, Samoa's yeah, ice cream. Yeah, we're learning something. Passionate P1 of Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> Ryan Buckley. Look yes. at me. I'm a snacker. Come yeah. on. That is coming in hot. So if you miss Friday's days. show, that's Buckley. He's there you back. Go. Yeah. He is back. Yeah, where's, right. a, where's a crumble cookie when I need it? Although i got to take out a loan to get yeah, four of delicious. those. delicious. But that's... And you eat one of those, you're going to have a heart attack because they're like 8 million calories, but cheaty, those things are good. Is that the one that somebody brought to us one time? In yes. Here? Yeah. They're like, they're, they're little eat, fancy cookies. They're fancy cookies. And you get like four of them like in a box and it's like 20 bucks or something, but it's, and each one, I'm not kidding, it is a full on dessert, but they are delightful. And then they, they only offer so many that like rotate them like every week. So you may want like a certain one, but if it's not available that week, again, it's the scarcity thing. I'll come back. Limited edition. Yeah. You know, there's cookies in the break room right now. Yeah, I saw that someone made some cookies. I had to walk by those. I got to avoid cookies. It's not. It's you know. Cookie, I walked by them too. Cookies are dangerous. However, I did have an almond Roca candy. <laughs> well, again, you can justify that. It's I small. Felt better like, about ah, that. I have one Roca. Yeah, yeah. Than the cookie. Yeah. Well, did you buy a car you can't afford? Oh uh, no, no, I did not. I you did, were down at Barrett Jackson. I was down at Barrett Jackson. I did make a uh, an entire weekend of horrible decisions. I feel terrible right now. I probably should be dead, uh, but I'm back. And uh, no, I did not buy anything. See, I I I didn't go down till Friday, and anything I can afford is gone by like Wednesday. Oh, because when you get to Friday, I don't think I saw a car sell for less than 150. Oh, it's a week long thing. It's a week long thing, and so yeah, I just go down on Friday, miss the one day of work, and yeah, Friday already it's ramping up, and then you know now Sunday hits, and you know I, you see cars. You know, it's I think the they had a like a '63 Goldwing Mercedes that was the top one, three point three I think it went for. Wow, Trump sold his Lambo. Trump was there? No, but I'll tell you what. Yo, boy? The most fascinating part of that whole thing, right? <laughs> he has a Lambo? Well, see, this is there was some clever marketing. <laughs> Speaking of like a, a level, like a two pyramid scheme. So you walk around and they have everything out for bid, like you can go and see. And then after people buy them, they'll put the sold sticker on them so you can go see what everything's sold for. It's just this enormous thing. You can't even see everything. It's just, it's, it's just too much to see. It's an unbelievable experience. Like, highly recommend going if you've never been, if you like cars. But in one of the main, the, one of the main like halls, they have all the big cars. Like, they, like, hey, these are going to be. They call it like Saturday night. It's like Super Saturday. This is where all the big money is. And one of them was they had Trump's. It was like a blue, like '87, like Lamborghini, and it wasn't really a nice car. Like, I mean, it's a it's a Lamborghini, but it's not super collectible. Like, they don't go for that much money. But it was like Donald Trump's Lambo, and so we were like, huh? And it was being put amongst the really, really expensive cars. And so we were like, I, what is... This like, says 97. Was it a 97? I yeah. thought it was an 87. It's a 97 Lamborghini Diablo. Yeah, and it was bl like bright blue. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. Yeah, and so we were all intrigued by this. And so we're sitting there, and, and like you're watching like these million-dollar cars go by. And, you know, because the, the, the celebrities sell their cars. Like Goldberg was there, the wrestler. He was selling a couple cars. Uh, Michael Buffer like sold his car, like some musicians. So the, the people that, that do the celebrity, like Steven Tyler, like the celebrities that sell their cars, a lot of them, they show up. So we were kind of sitting there and, and Trump's car is like two away. So you can see it like off of the stage, right? And I'm telling you, because we were like, I wonder what sort of reaction this is going to get. He's a very polarizing guy. <laughs> And as Trump's car comes into the the thing, so it's like think about like on deck, right? Like the crowd is like there is there's juice. And we just watched the car sell for three million bucks. And when that happens, that place is a buzz. I am telling you, when that ugly ass Lambo rolled up on stage, if there was any doubt on what the biggest event of that weekend was, it was that. The entire crowd stands up, and now everyone's just looking to see if he's going to show up. 
Like they're like people are just like looking around like uh Wait, when was this? Friday? This was Saturday. Oh. Like everyone I was say on Friday he was in court. <laughs> yeah, everyone's looking around. The place is just crazy. It's like everyone stood up. Everyone. And here's the thing. About halfway through the auction they slipped this one in. He he hasn't owned it in like 15 years. Two other people owned it after him. And it set a record for that particular model of Lambo. It sold for like 30% more than any other Lambo of that. Just because like, he once owned it? Just because he once owned it. And the weirdest part, like I'm telling you, people are going badass crazy. They're looking at this thing. They're playing up the Trump angle. And they gavel it. It's like sold. Boom. Sold for, I don't know, like 600000 or something. And off it goes. By far the cheapest of, of that run of cars. I was like, really? That's, I'm like, my gosh. And and it, it wheels off the stage. And I asked you not. 20% of that crowd got up and left. They were there for that one thing and that one thing only. Dude, like, huh. I, I, you. so if you want to see if that guy has pull, I'm telling you, the, the biggest thing that happened that weekend was that car. And it was so weird to watch people just shuffle out. The moment that car was gone, <laughs> 20, 25% of the crowd just gets up and solemnly shuffles outside. They're like, ah, oh, we're done. I can't picture. It's crazy. I, I can't picture him driving. I know. It's weird, like, right? There's no way he drives, right? And well, not anymore. Not He's anymore. President, but, but he drove that? I, I don't know. Did he? I, I'm, well, it was his. He, well, they, he had the chopper. He, and he bought it from the factory. I just don't see him ever <laughs> I, driving. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be weird to see him in that hair because it's a convertible and the hair. Bl- <laughs> I don't know. And it's an ugly ass car, but you know. Yeah. Someone bought it. Someone, someone spent an extra 170 grand because he once owned it. Yeah, all right. Well, good for them. Yeah. So anyway, that was the. They probably have a lot of money. That was by. Oh, dude, the money at that place. Because uh, why else would you want that car? Yeah. Well, not no one that buys those cars. None of those are driven. Like every one of those cars that comes across has like five miles on it. It's well, like, what do you do with it? You just put it in your garage. It, yeah, it's just a museum piece. Most of those will never be driven. Like I, I mean, every one of those cars that sold for a couple million bucks. I think the the maybe the top one maybe had fifteen hundred miles on it. And you're talking about cars from the sixties, seventies. So these are like car collector guys. Yeah, like Jay Leno. Oh, the amount of money at that place is insane. It's the it is very surreal to see two dudes just who look completely inconspicuous. You would never know wearing mom jeans and like bad comb overs, but they have like you know a hot twenty something on their arm, just getting a bidding war over something. You know, it's like. Yeah, hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, and the next thing you know, it's like one point six, and they're like, ah, one point nine, ah, two two, and it's like sold. And that guy will never drive the car. Where is but... a thing like that? Is it at a, at a like a convention center? Type yeah, it's like it. It's like a stockyard thing. It's like called West something or other. It's like a big. It's just it's an enormous place. Like where they would do like a rodeo or a stock show or something, and oh. they set up a right. s ton of tents, and there's a big stage, and there's music. Sammy Hagar played down there, and Sammy Hagar, yeah, he was selling a Ferrari, I think it was. And he was there, and how old is he now? He old as dirt. He looks old. Did you hear him play? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Sound good? Uh, yeah, actually, he sounded way better than you would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But better we than David Lee Roth. Yes, but the best part is God Hagar's seventy six. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he looks it, but wow. he sounds pretty good. Wow! The best part, though, is is the um, <laughs> just the scenery, the <laughs> the amount of old money and young gals. It's that's hands down, <laughs> hands down the best part of that thing. <laughs> There's a lot of like daughter, niece. Mm, mm. Now, who is Barrett and who is Jackson? Do you know uh, that? I do know the I. Th- I'm trying to remember one of the one of the, the the families is the one that started it, and they do have like a a son or a grandson that's like oversees everything. He's there walking around like in a blazer. He's like the king poobah. Now, can you get good deals there, or is everything just get bid up because all the richies are you get you get good deals on stuff swinging their D's. You can get good deals on stuff uh, that's not super exp- like stuff that falls to the cracks. But no, if most of the stuff there is because you want it and you want it now and you can't find it anywhere else. Yeah, so there's not. You know, <laughs> scarcity, scarcity. Yes. It's all about scarcity. All about scarcity. Founded so, by Tom Barrett and Russ Jackson. Yeah, and one of their like, one of their descendants is always there running around. So if you wanted to get like a, if you showed up with like sixty grand, and we're like, I'm gonna walk away with like a cool kind of car that just you know no expectations. You can probably steal something pretty cool for thirty five, forty, fifty G's, but. If you want something specific, yeah, get ready because nine other people want it too, and you know 
you're going to get into a Scottsdale. Yeah. Probably sunny down there, huh? Yeah, it was 72 and oh. we had a pool and Lucky you. It was good times. You know, it's 60 out here today. Yeah, I was a little surprised. I came back, no rain. It was great. I'm in shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> you are. Not I me. did I'm, yard work. I'm wearing my punt sweatshirt yes, today. Yes, punts. Let's punts. go. Let's go. All right, well, uh, did you guys see those football games at all? I did see the foosball. You guys catch those? Not sure which one was a bigger meltdown. Take your pick. Flip a coin. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to put up the poll question. I got to get that done. Well, two different. You just reminded me. Well, it's two different kinds of meltdowns, but meltdowns yeah. indeed. All right, uh, we'll start there next on the fan. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ukulele speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 months special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details all right here is our poll question today on x at 1080 the fan as always it is brought to you by the fine sponsor AAA heating and cooling a family business helping families for over 60 years AAAIAQ.com. Now, Friday, we asked you who will be playing in the Super Bowl. Um, the winner there was Ravens-Niners. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody thought. Yeah. 38%. Uh, second was Lions-Ravens, 29%. Only 19% had Niners-Chiefs. And then Lions-Chiefs was 14%. Well, me, like a lot of people, foolishly thought that this version of Kansas City was... Uh the worst version we've seen and Baltimore all year had been uh, hunters of men and just looked like hands down the most dominant team. And someone forgot to tell Kansas city that and Baltimore didn't show up. I've, you know, the Detroit one, it's, it's interesting because the Detroit one is a collapse in its own right. I mean, t- to lose that game, if you're Detroit, like you just, you, you can't, it's, it's almost impossible to lose that game. Like, the amount of things, because everyone's going to talk about Dan Campbell, and we'll get into it, but I can point to nine plays. Nine. That if any one of those plays is made, Detroit wins that game. I've got four off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a, it is a absolute perfect storm of ineptitude yeah. and, and choke jobs. Well, if you're going to blow a lead like that, you have to help. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, you have to, if the Niners were going to come back and win, the Lions had to help them. And they did at and every they turn. they did, yeah. Not a single, in the second half, not a single coach... Offense or defensive player made a single play in that entire second half. Do you know how that after playing damn near a perfect first half? I mean, it's 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 well, inconceivable. Well, that, they are that, the that, Lions. That that happened. I understand, but <laughs> it's just I'm still trying to process what happened. Now, on the other side of things, I, I outside of Minnesota that year that Minnesota I think was 14 and 2 or 13 and 3. Um and that Minnesota team, which I think outside of maybe that undefeated Patriots, it's the best team that I've ever seen not win a Super Bowl. And they lost to the Atlanta Falcons. And Gary Anderson hadn't missed a kick all year. Chris Chandler. And he, I, I, that, that, to this day, is still the most puzzling game I've ever seen. I think second behind that is probably the Ravens. Um, to come out in the first half and just no-show on defense... And then the defense basically come out in the second half and and completely shut down everything Kansas City was doing and still have your offense with an MVP and the number one rush game in the NFL 
the number one rush game, who, by the way, took their second possession and rammed it right down their throats. And then the rest of the way, they ran the ball with their running back six times. Six times. And I think Lamar only had two or three dedicated rushes. I've never seen anything like it. It's the number 28 rush defense in the NFL in Kansas City, but it's one of the best. I think it's top three against the pass. And you have a team that is the number one rush offense and doesn't throw the ball particularly well, and you decided, you decided after the second drive that you ran the ball down their throat, including Lamar, on a, on a, on a design quarterback run on the, on the fourth and short. You yeah. just decided after that that you were going to run the ball three more times. Three more times the rest of the game. I, I, I know we sit here and we say that officials need to, to be, in, you know, be allowed to be interviewed after the game. I want coordinators. I need Todd Munkin to sit down and explain to me what the hell was going on with that, well, I what Harbaugh say? I had a hard time finding his post game. It's just it's beyond. There's not an answer for it. He just kept saying, "Well, so, you know what we we thought was a good look, and you know what Kansas City was well, doing." There is like, an answer. What? There's only one answer. Statistically, it was way off. I guess during the entire season, they ran the ball on first down like 49 percent of the time and dropped it to 26 percent this time. They totally went Six, away from their identity. 69 percent in the first half <laughs> on first and second down, they threw the ball. <laughs> what? What? Well, I, I don't. Are you guys? You guys are missing the there. There's one answer, <laughs> and that is the NFL is fixed. It has to be. It has to be. What, did they tell the Ravens? Harbaugh looks so dejected the whole game. It, yeah, it's like he knew he read the script. Well, and like Lamar. That's what is it? That's what it is. Lamar's the best athlete I've seen play that position since Michael Vick. And you can make the argument that he's the best the best athlete to ever play that. Even on the one where Lamar broke through on the the second touchdown drive. Do you do you remember that? He had an angle, and and he he stopped. He he just. I don't know if he was concerned about being hurt. I don't know if he had something going on. But the entire game, not only did he look unsure of himself throwing the football, he looked unsure running. Like he had a corner. Lamar Jackson doesn't get run down, and he stopped and kind of cut back in, and then just fell down. Where what? Point of the game was that it was it was the second drive where they went down and scored their their only their only touchdown right it was in the first quarter I think it was their second drive it was either I think it was like fourth and one or, or third and two whatever and they ran I think it was fourth down and they ran a little little power game with Lamar they just it was dedicated yeah. quarterback run I don't and, he, and he breaks through the, the the first line and I'm like this is to the house it's now they scored anyways but I'm just saying like he took off and then he got the angle and he just. He just stopped. Well, and all game long, when he was running and when he was scrambling, he looked hesitant. He didn't know what he was doing. For a two-time MVP, and I, I, I try to defend Lamar because I think he gets a lot of unfair criticism, and we crap on him a lot. But that's a two-time MVP with a horrible track record in the postseason, and we thought maybe he'd put that to bed in the second half against the Texans. But that whole performance that he had with his legs, with his feet, with his decision making. I don't know what to say other than that is a, a absolute choke job by that. Well, I mean, I by give, that entire offense and and him as well. I get the I get the uh, game plan thing, but I I mean I think sometimes the champs like Kansas City they make you unlike yourself. But but it's, it's they get up look, in your kitchen. I, I understand, but this it's is my why thing. They're good. I get it. If you uh, um, Kansas City. Kansas City is is a is a run first team. Everyone wants to say Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Well, no, I'm not talking about the game no, plan. No. I'm talking about just Lamar. But this is what I'm saying. Just just in general, like I get it. Like like uh, Kansas City didn't run the Kansas City ran the ball for less than three three carries or three yards per carry, but they ran it 32 times. So I get if you're saying, hey man, we're running, we're running, we're running, and the other team is making us uncomfortable, and then we kind of panic. Baltimore never tried. Like it, it's 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 inconceivable to me. No, that- no I get that part. I, I was just saying with Lamar. Like that, that that one is inexcusable. I don't really understand what they were doing. Everybody was saying that, right? Yeah. We're watching that game. We're like, what are they doing? Yeah. Even late into the fourth quarter, they still had the opportunity to kind of change that and just slow down. Yeah. Because Kansas City's defense seemed gassed. They had already lost a Minihue and yep. Gay was out. It's like you know, you you are kind of you. I mean, they had opportunities all the way to the very end that they squandered. Um, so that part I'm not, I can't explain away. That that one is inconceivable. I'm just talking about, you were talking about Lamar choking. I, I mean, I don't think that's a choke. I just give credit to 
a great football team and they mm. are great. That's what that's yep. what the great teams do to even MVP level players is they 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 are up in your kitchen. They make you think, they make you hesitant. Yeah. You know, and that's he was unsure the whole game. The whole game. And I just think you got to give Steve Spagnolo and Kansas City's defense the credit for that. I, yeah. I don't I don't look at that as just oh just a choke. I mean we expected him to play better, but you know maybe shame on us. Kansas City is just freaking <laughs> they are they're the champs for a reason. Yeah. And we're looking at a dynasty yeah. here. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I just And that's what they that's what they can do to you. And I'm not trying to take away credit from Kansas City because again their defense has been great all year. But if if you told me before that game that they, they that Baltimore holds them to 17 points or just says shuts out Kansas City in the second half, I I mean I I just there's no way that they Kansas City wins that game and yet they win very comfortably. I just have never in my life seen a team that has been so dominant doing one thing and then never do no, it. That I get. That's that's the I part that I just that. so on their on that on their touchdown drive, the only touchdown drive they had, right? They they still came out on first down and tried to throw with Lamar Jackson, which I don't understand. And then they threw again, can't figure out what they're doing. And then they actually ran the ball and they just started shoving it down their throat. And, you know, Gus Edwards broke off that 15-yard run. They go in, they score a touchdown on the, the Zay Flowers, which is the, the, the nice touchdown pass. And then like, they didn't they didn't attempt to run the ball again after that. I they know. were just – they just stopped. I know. And, it, like, if you – it's like going into a, a, a boxing match or an MMA match, whatever, and you're like, hey, this guy's got the best jab in the world. Everything he does is set up off of the jab, right? Like, this is – everything he does. Every, the, the left hook comes off of it. The uppercut, all of it, comes out after the jab. And he comes out in the first round, and he has a lot of success with his jab. And you're like, all right, all right. And then the rest of the fight, he's like, nah, I don't want to do it. And for people saying that Kansas City was was no, Kansas City was not running eight man fronts. They just weren't. They just never ran the ball, as as Buck alluded to. Sixty nine percent on first and second downs. That's like the anti Baltimore Ravens. And when you look at teams that have success, and and Detroit does this. You saw it in in the in the the Niner game. You saw it in the second half against the night or against the Lions when the Niners did it. Uh, the Packers have done this. The Ravens do it. So much of the NFL is predicated on early play action. Like, if you want to throw the ball even, you still have to do it off of play action on those early downs. And Kansas City, I, I just at some point, was like, hey, these idiots aren't going to run the ball against us, and good luck getting your guys free against our secondary, which is one of the best in the league. And then, you know, by the time Baltimore had figured out Kansas City's offense, and they did, Baltimore's defense played great in the second half. I mean, they they shut down Kansas City completely. And by then, you just kept waiting for the offense to figure it out, and they just kept having stupid penalties and turnovers. And well, the other thing too is, you know, you can't you can't turn it over twice in the end zone. No, I mean that's it right no. there. I mean, eight, they, hell, they might win the game yeah. if they don't do well, eight penal- just those two plays yeah. right there. Eight penalties, four of them personal fouls, two turnovers into the end zone. You know, you're, you're not. Yeah, it beat- felt like the moment was a little too big for them. Agreed. They, and and they, Kansas City's hand never shakes. I mean, that's no, just, they're just they're a different animal. All right, here's today's poll question. Uh, it is up there on X at 1080 the fan, and we will come back and talk about this. But uh, the question is today: Who deserves the sharpest criticism following Championship Weekend? John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers, or Dan Campbell? Mm-hmm. Vote, vote hard. We talk about that and uh, get into uh, both games in depth next. Here's Buck. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, we just took an administrative time out there. Now we're back. See what I did there? I do. Anyway. Yeah. Um, who deserves the sharpest criticism following championship weekend? Uh, John Harbaugh, Dan Campbell, Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers. Vote. It's our uh, poll question on X at 1080 Fan. Who do you think? It's Harbaugh. Yeah? You, you can't show up that flat. You just can't. You're at home. Again, you've been the most dominant team all year long. You're playing the the less version, the least version of Kansas City that we've seen in this dynasty, even though they're very, very good. And you came out with a piss-poor defensive plan, and you allowed Kansas City to do whatever they wanted at the beginning. Like, I understand Travis Kelsey hasn't looked good all year. He just hasn't. Mahomes hasn't had a great year. Neither one has. But you saw him the previous week, and Kelsey looked like the old Kelsey. And Baltimore went into that game plan with no attempt whatsoever to do anything. He wasn't chipped at the line. Nothing. They went 11 for 11 to Kelsey in the first half, and there was no adjustment. Now, in the second half, they adjusted. But you you came into that with a piss-poor game plan, offense and defense. Defense made adjustments. The offense never did. You never got your quarterback comfortable. You were completely flat. You were you were so hyped up before the game and chippy, and you let emotions get the best, best of you. Uh, and I thought your team was beyond undisciplined throughout the entire game, and that's on the head coach. So when you have all three phases of your game, and all the penalties mixed in there, and you just aren't prepared to play at home when you've been so dominant all year, I don't know who else to put that on other than the head coach. So there's a lot of blame to go around, but to me, at least the Lions showed up, and then maybe the moment was too big for them. The Ravens never showed up, and that's at home. That's inexcusable. Yeah, I think it's Dan Campbell for me. Yeah. And we'll get to that game and his mistakes. but Yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. It was, it was shades of uh, Oregon, Washington. Yeah, it was shades of Dan Lanning. And there was there was one. And speaking of the Lanning thing, I haven't thought about this when I was watching it. One, I don't really have a problem with. And this member that it was the Lanning one, I don't necessarily have a problem with one. It's who you are. The second one, it's indefensible. Yeah, the Vancouver Ford text line saying it's got to be Dan Campbell leaving points on the board. What's up with coaches named Dan that don't want to add to the scoreboard? Yeah, the first one in the second half, like I said, whatever. Well, if you want to go through them, we can. Yeah. Um, there were multiple yeah. that were bad decisions. I, I, let's stick with Ravens Chiefs for now, and then sure. we'll then we'll we'll get to shift over. Yeah, I think yeah. we can do it that way because there is a lot of blame to go around with Baltimore. You're right; it does fall on the head coach ultimately. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if Zay Flowers, you know, that play, low key best play of the weekend was Sneed knocking that ball out on the goal line. It's phenomenal. Unbelievable play. Yeah. That was poetry, too, because it was Sneed who got taunted by Flowers right before on yeah. that penalty. And he, oh, like, flipped was? the ball at him. He yeah. shoved him <laughs> to the ground. And, and Sneed's like, watch this, dude. McDuffie even said after the game, he said that when, when they did that and they got the penalty, I guess Sneed in the huddle turned to McDuffie and, and some of the other secondary guys and was like, I'm going to get that back. And there they are a couple plays later. And Well, and just the, the timing game. of that play. It's unbelievable. It was just incredible. Nope. And I guess, I mean, not really lucky. It's just... It's a great play. Zay, Zay Flowers stretching that ball over the goal line. They tell you not to do that, but at yeah. the same time, he's, you know... You're trying to make a play. You, you're trying to make a play. He's half a yard away. That You do that a hundred times. Yeah. He does not get that ball but once. No, but it's one of those things, too, that one, Flowers didn't need to. And, yeah. and this is something you know they, they point out many times, but Belichick and a couple other coaches have always said, unless it's fourth down and goal... Stop reaching for the damn goal yeah, just line. Just don't do it. Don't do it. it. Worst case scenario. Worst. First off, if you just dive, you're in probably anyways. And worst case scenario is it's first and goal at the half yard line, and you, you punch it in. But if they get that though, but yeah. see, this is why it doesn't to me fall all on John Harbaugh. Fourteen seven. If they get that, it's seventeen fourteen. Oh yeah, yeah, seventeen. And I would have loved to see how that game played out after that. Like Baltimore, for as bad as they were, 
they were they still had opportunities. They were still in it all the late. way to the very end. Oh, oh, and then in the, so if, if like the flowers thing, that's kind of fluky, but nice play by Snead. If they get that, well, and then the other thing is, you know, I don't know how it's on John Harbaugh that Lamar Jackson threw that flutter oh, ball God. into triple coverage. Yeah, he pulled a. Yeah. Uh, I we said this one with Jordan Love uh, the week before. Uh, he threw it into a defensive meeting. The, the defense uh, was congregating in one spot. They were having a nice conversation. So ill-advised. And he decided terrible. to throw it right in the middle That's of it. Terrible. So never, none of that. Never say anything like it. Those things are not John Harbaugh's <laughs> no, fault. No, I will. I will point the finger at him on one other thing that I haven't heard anybody bring up. Did you? So they, they had all three timeouts. Yep. And it was 17 to 10. And Kansas City has the ball. What? Oh, God. I don't remember. Two something. 245. Yeah, so they I think they had all three timeouts. But yeah, and, and it was obviously before the two-minute warning. Okay. So now you say, well, we've got the two-minute warning and we've got all three timeouts, which is basically a possession. Yes. Right? Yes. Harbaugh, and I get what he was doing. He called a timeout on on the third down play at 218. He could have let that tick down to the two-minute warning. And had one more timeout on the backside of the two minute warning, but he wanted to save that 18 or 20 seconds, whatever it was. I yeah. get why he did that. Yeah. But what he did was he then allowed Kansas City to go to the sideline and go, you know what? They're now out of timeouts. Let's throw it. Yeah. Because if he doesn't call that timeout there, it's a good point. What are they going to do? They're going to run it. It's a good and point. And they're going to make him burn that last timeout, and you're going to stop that, and you're going to get the ball back. It's a good point. I was I was sitting on the couch with my my buddy, and uh, and, and his dad was there, and, and he even asked me that. I, it's funny you bring that up. I, I don't rem, I don't remember it until you said this because he even asked me after that when he came to the side and says, "What are they going to do? Are they going to go for it?" And I said, "Yeah." I said, "They're going to throw it." And I said, "Because of that." I said, "With the with the two minute warning, it doesn't matter if it's an incomplete pass or not." The clock's going to exactly. stop either way, so they're going to throw it. That is interesting. That, it's 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 funny you bring that up. It's kind of one of those kind of forgotten things. But yeah, it was a bit of a mismanagement. Thing. Yeah, they would have gotten the ball back. And then you know, of course, uh, you know, the goat or whatever you want to call him, you know, is the new goat. The you know the the, the ascending goat, whatever. It's it, it's fitting that that entire second half up until that point. Do you realize that the Kansas City Chiefs had seventy two yards of offense in the second half? 72 yards. The Ravens defense had completely shut them down. But when they needed it, big balls McGinty back there, Patrick Mahomes, on the most important play of the game, throws it to Stonehands. Smart. And he makes a great catch. That's just Kansas City. It's it's At this point, I doubted them. I said, this isn't a great Chiefs team. It's a very good Chiefs team. But the Ravens are a better well, team. And yet, when they needed it the most... That's that but son of a gun. Chiefs, that son of a gun back there is out there slinging rocks, and he just you you can't deny him. Well, the one thing he doesn't do is he doesn't turn it over. No, he doesn't make dumb decisions. Yeah, exactly. So even though they were getting shut down, he's not going to help you. Yeah, right. That's the first thing. The second thing is they. You mentioned Kelsey hadn't been playing well. All of a sudden, he's <laughs> yeah back he's, to being Gronk. He's, he's on the Barry Barry Bonds plan or whatever. I, I don't know. It's, the it's other incredible. Thing is, the other thing about Kansas City to me that's really strange, and you just got to give them all the credit in the world, is those receivers for Kansas City drop balls right and left all season, all year, and they are not doing it at all <laughs> no. now, with no. the exception of that Hardman fumble yeah. in Buffalo. They're catching everything. Everything. It's just you got to give, <laughs> dude. Kansas City. It's just ridiculous. They are, they're incredible, yeah. and I and I love championship weekend because it it you know all the fluff is out right. It's yeah. it's big boy football. It's heavyweight coordinator matchups. It's heavyweight head coach matchups. It's heavyweight player matchups all over the field. It is so good both games. And look, it doesn't mean it's going to be the prettiest. But the, both of those games were just absolute heavyweight slobber knockers. Yeah. And it comes down to little things. And Kansas City does not give you anything. They give you no wiggle room, man. They are so, and he, like you said, 72 yards of offense. That should be enough. Well, guess what? It wasn't. Nope. They, are, they are incredible. And we're watching a dynasty. And they may they may win a third Super Bowl in five years. We we thought the di the whole dynasty thing. Oh well, we're not going to see much of that again now that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are done, right? Well, there's another one sitting right there. He they they remind me obviously because it's 
the only other one we've seen in a while. But they're the, amazing. Some of those New England teams weren't great on paper teams. They just weren't. But isn't that what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Th- that goes this, back to coaches. They and, just and what they view on tape and yep. how they scheme and yep. and how they coach. It just it's everything. All the, all encompassing. It it. it the it's mark like, of greatness is that like there's a difference between being just just physically dominant and the best team and no one can touch you and just well that was Baltimore that was Baltimore but the difference and this is why I, I brought up the New England thing and 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 Saban had some of this at Bama and and like the the truly special thing is there's times when you're watching Kansas City especially this year where it's it's it doesn't look great and it's not the most talented team and you know they they do look vulnerable but those sons of guns like you said they give you nothing they just when the moment is at, at, at the biggest and the lights are the brightest they always find a way to make a play and that's Kansas City they it really is unique it's it's it just reminds me of those patriot teams that you just had that either you remember we used to say either you bet on New England or you don't bet at all. And I, I and like a dumbass, I bet against Kansas City and I, I just don't think you can anymore. It's either you ride Mahomes or you don't bet it. And because you know, look, every team loses, it, it happens, but it's the most trustworthy team that we've seen since the dominant run of those New England Patriot teams. And it's it's coaching and it's defense and it's 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 Kelsey and it's Mahomes and it's just a cultural thing. And you can hate them all you want, and I get it. You're tired of seeing the commercials. I get it. Maybe you're pissed about Taylor Swift. I don't know why, but you know, deal with it, America. They're back, and it doesn't appear to be going anywhere. And the one that blows my mind is all year long, Travis Kelsey looked old, tired, and washed. And that guy gets to the postseason. He asked to take the the last week of the season off. Doesn't care about getting another thousand yards and setting records and all that. He took a week off. And I don't know what he did during that bye week, but this looks like Travis Kelsey from three years ago. And when that guy is playing well, that the best safety in the NFL resides in Baltimore. He hadn't given up a touchdown to a tight end all year long. He played great, though. He played great. But still, that touchdown they had, that back that shoulder touchdown throw, that was the difference in the game. Yeah. And you don't beat Kyle Hamilton on that unless you're, you're peak Travis Kelsey and peak, peak Patrick Mahomes, and you couldn't play that any better. And it still didn't matter because those guys have been doing that for so long that it's an indefensible throw and catch, and it was amazing, and it was the difference in the game. Well, like the, like the old Patriots. Now we call them old Patriots. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. But there was always that element of what's Belichick going to come up with? You know, like yeah. how are they going to slow this offense down? What are they going to see on tape? What are they going to try? And it, and it's less about, you know, the breakdowns of who's matching up against who and more about just there are special coaches in Tampa or in uh, New England, namely Bill Belichick, yeah. who could scheme you to death. And I think we saw that with Kansas City. Yeah. Um, Spagnolo, great. And Andy, Re- you know they. By the way, that's the guy that shut down Tom Brady in two Super Bowls. Yeah, I, I just think we underestimate that element of it because it's hard to quantify. You know, like we just look at the Jims and Joes. The that's why I love Championship Weekend, and then you get into this level of football. It's just it's all of it. It's X's and O's and Jims and Joes, and the X's and O's. I thought was the difference in both both team all four of those teams are loaded with talent. Yeah. I get it. Kansas City on paper not as good as Baltimore, but why did they win? The X's and O's part. Ben Johnson, I thought and we'll get into the NFC game too, but Ben Johnson I thought was masterful in breaking down San Francisco's defense. But what happened? San Francisco adjusted. Steve Wilkes came back. He's like, "Okay, well, let's I that part of these games was incredible yep. on on both in both games and we'll talk on about both sides. The Niners made a call, and we can talk about it on the 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 last fourth down that ended up having to throw to St. Brown that completely flummoxed Ben Johnson, and they baited him into it. And it was what you're talking about. Wilkes made a great X's and O's call, and it was the difference in that game. But just never. I guess we just now what we learned is don't under it doesn't matter who Kansas City has on their team as long oh, as they have Patrick great. Mahomes and these coaches. Yeah. Watch out, dude. Yep. They're coming after you, and they're not going to give you an inch. Nope. So good. More on this next. We'll get to the NFC game as well. It is 3.50 on the fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. 
Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, wrapping up the KC Baltimore game. Then we'll get into Dan Campbell. Um, I don't know what else to say about Mahomes. You know, six year six year stretch under the age of twenty eight. If he pulls off another Super Bowl, you know, he's already in the Tom Brady conversation. Well, yeah. Can we also say this? Like, Mahomes is is already win or lose. It's the best start to any career we've ever seen. But Brady had three Super Bowls in his first six years, too. He didn't have the numbers that Mahomes had. I mean, we've never seen a guy come to the league and, and wreck it like this. But can we just stop and, and put a pause on, on you know, it, it, his resume is not the greatest of all time, right? There's a long way to go. There's such a difference between winning three Super Bowls and winning five Super Bowls and six Super Bowls and seven Super Bowls. So you, you, we can say that we've never seen anything quite like Mahomes, but without saying he's the greatest to ever do it, it's silly. But you're right in that regardless of what happens, six years, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, he's as good as, as as anyone we've seen during this stretch play um, the position. You don't think it's going to get any worse. But again, teams change and evolve. And this was his worst year statistically that we've seen. Yet here he is back in another Super Bowl. I just don't like how we have to just extrapolate everything out while you can't just appreciate what he's doing. But at this point, if you wanted to say who's the best you've ever seen play the position in, in, in you had to get like one quarterback for one game, I understand. I totally yeah, understand I why that's why what, you would pick Patrick Mahomes. I think that's what people mean. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking watching him. It's like you know what? Obviously, accomplishments. He is not the greatest of all time. He's got a long way to go. Yeah, but as far as uh, one game one, quarterbacks yeah. I've seen play, dude, yeah. he's the best I've ever seen. I, I mean, I I always used to say. They were, you know, it's like the quarterback debates are so hard because not everybody had the same team, right? Like yeah. I always used to, uh, to me, Dan Marino was the best quarterback I ever watched play. Yeah. Now I'm not saying he's the best of all time. He was the best quarterback I ever watched play. Mm-hmm. There's a diff. That's a. Those are two different statements. Patrick Mahomes may be that guy now. I don't know if I were to build a quarterback, right? Uh, he's plenty big. He's not small. Yeah, what are you going to take away from yeah, him? Exactly. He's, he's plenty big. It's not like he's tiny or whatever. He's got plenty of arm. We've seen him throw the deep ball. Um, he doesn't throw the deep ball very much anymore. And we've seen him pick up our defense in this new cover two scheme that everyone plays against him. Uh, unbelievable pocket awareness. He's probably the best. Imp- he's probably the best improv I've ever seen at the position. Now you can bring up other guys that 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 run around like him, but the problem is that when he when when he runs around, or I guess the, the the problem with other people, he doesn't make dumb mistakes. He runs around like a jackass sometimes, and you think he's either going to get his head taken off, or he's going to get it stripped, or he he makes these throws uh, unplatformed and and these sidearm throws, and 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 it's not like a, a Brett Favre or an Aaron Rodgers when he throws off his back foot, and you're like, God, what were you doing? He does though. He has all that improv game, or he does all that dumb stuff, and then he's smart and throws it away because he doesn't have yeah, anything there. And the mistakes never come, and so I I, I don't know. And the pre-snap stuff is 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 as good as is 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 Manning. He's in complete control. He never seems to put his team in a bad spot pre-snap wise. He very rarely gets fooled. And we'll talk about the Detroit uh Jared Goff and, and the Lions got fooled on that last fourth down conversion. The Niners did a great job. Mahomes doesn't get fooled, like hardly ever. So it, that's the one thing I'll say. I hate the GOAT conversation six years into a career, but I will tell you that if I were building a, a, a quarterback in a lab and you gave me this Patrick Mahomes, I don't know what I would take away. Sure, you could say uh, I'd rather have Brett Favre's arm, but it's not like Mahomes is deficient in anything. There is not a weakness in his game. And I, I, I don't know where you pick him apart. Um, that's why I said six. The, what I would say is six years in, there's never been a start to a career, and there's never been someone that came into the league and wrecked it quite the way Patrick Mahomes has. Well, he just beat Josh Allen in Buffalo yep. and Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Yeah, that one thing, right? Oh, he never plays it. <laughs> he never has to win away from home. And, you know, he's, he, you know, he lost Tyree Kill and Kelsey's washed. And, oh, you know, oh, no big deal. He it just also goes out and does this. It feels a bit like he can win any way he wants to now. Like the, the, the other cool thing about what they're doing is. This is kind of a different version. Yeah, it is. It is because it's it's a defensive minded run first term. I mean, this is kind of like it's what amazing. what New England did. There were years where Brady was slinging it and scoring, you know, and, and throwing forty two touchdowns, and there were others where they ran the ball and played defense. And Kansas City, the last two years, have shifted what their team is and completely revamped it. And it it, it won a Super Bowl, and now they're on the doorstep of winning another one. 
not being an offensive juggernaut. And, you know, I don't, I just, I run, I know people are tired of him. I just don't know how I can sit up here and, and, and give more credit to Kansas City than, than, than what I'm doing because it's just it's greatness. You're watching greatness, top to bottom, organizationally, and maybe the best thing to happen to Kansas City is the fact that Spags was such a bad head coach because no one's going to give him another job and he just gets to sit there and you have one of the best defensive coordinators because without him, they don't win last year's Super Bowl and they're not winning this year's Super Bowl. Yeah, he's awesome. But, but you know, because Detroit's going to lose theirs, uh, their offensive coordinator, uh, Baltimore's going to lose theirs. No one's going to get Spags. He's going to sit there in Kansas City and keep cranking out this nasty-ass defense to go along with, oh, the one of the the best players to, to ever play the game in, in Mahomes. All right, let's get to the NFC game. And did Dan Campbell cost the Lions a Super Bowl trip? Next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.